We're uh, happy to welcome to Below the Belt show. He's been a recurring guest for years on BTB. And then all of a sudden we see him on our favorite, at the time, YouTube premium show, now Netflix show, Cobra Kai, uh, who plays Louie, because of Louie. Uh, we have to welcome him back on BTB, guys. Hey, can you hear me? Brett, hey, can you you hear? Hear? We can hear you. Can you hear us okay? Yeah, 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 I can hear you. Brad, good to have you on BTB, man. It's been a minute. Yeah, no, nah, man. I didn't know we were going right in. I was, I would have had my mic ready for you. Hey, okay. Hop right on there, yeah. We Problem can, uh, we can, we can uh, give it a minute to get that mic all yeah. set up. Hold on. I'm st- sure thing, man. I don't want to. There's a wrong hole joke here, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, please. We love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no. Hey, Brett. There's no cancel culture in our show. Yeah, <laughs> you can say what. <laughs> Yeah, we love wrong holes on the show. <laughs> is this better? Does this sound what? better? Not yet. I think it's about the same, actually. All right, then never mind. Yeah, keep going, keep How's going. it going? Yeah, good, yeah, good. Good, good to have you, Brett, man. Uh, it's been a minute, man. Thanks for uh, uh, filling our uh, guest hole uh, this week. Yeah. <laughs> I throw at, least it I got, at least I got that hole right. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, uh, I, uh, let's, if we can, let's just, uh, before we get into everything Cobra Kai, because I know Chachi is a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Cobra Kai. Oh, let's just know how you've been, man, because I know for, for stand-up comics, the, the, the pandemic hasn't been the greatest um, with, you know, live comedy shows not happening. Um, I know it's start, starting to pick up now, but how, how has it been, man? Plus, it's been a minute since we've had you on, so I'm sure you got a lot to fill us up on that. No, it's been uh, it's been good, man. Uh, you know, I, I was one of the guys. I just stayed out there. I didn't I didn't change. So I, I kept uh, I kept moving, man. Spent a lot of time in uh, in Florida, so that helped. You know. So you were gigging in Florida. Well, they they didn't you know they didn't give a shit about COVID there, man. Okay, so, <laughs> so you had so you had a lot of gigs in masks. Florida. They're not even wearing rubbers down there, let alone masks. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like social distancing or reduced capacities in those nightclubs. Uh, you know what? Yeah, it was, it was. But you know, it's I've been doing this a long time, and uh, you know, I'm trying to. Uh, we had to keep those clubs moving. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I look. I caught COVID. It wasn't, not, you know, it wasn't that bad for me. Yeah. And then you know, I got the antibodies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so likewise. But you yeah. know, we you you it, it was. It was past the point in the beginning where I'm like, okay, every we're all in. But then after like the year, you're like, come on, yeah. open up already. This is ridiculous. Yeah. And the CDC, you know, they ended up opening up some more. And now things are starting to move along. But I, I didn't stop moving forward, man. Oh, good. I kept getting up as much as possible. So. Yep, yep. Awesome, awesome. And, of course, um, it must have been exciting to be a part of um, Cobra Kai because – it's such a huge hit on Netflix, and there was like that little show on YouTube Premium that that had that cult following that we championed from the beginning that, on the that show that we supported from the beginning, yes. and we were like, "You guys got to watch this show. You got to watch this People show." Like, oh, I can't. I don't have YouTube bread. I'm like, it's free. Just like sign up, use use Gmail, sign up for a free account, and just watch it. Yeah, but now I'm it's like, just become this phenomenon. Yeah. Um, yeah. People that thought, that man. watch people that watch the show knew how you know knew how good it was. Well, yes, we, we, we're still loyal to that small fan base that was with us from day one. Good. You know what Good. I mean? Like there's a lot of uh, 
uh, Cobra Kai sites that were with us from day one that get carte blanche on things now. You know what I mean? Because they they okay, cool. they were on they were there since the YouTube Red days. Yeah. But um, you know, it was a blessing that Netflix ended up taking it over because you know, although the fans loved it, YouTube didn't really push it. And um, once Netflix took it and ran with it, that's that's when you know, obviously everything happened. Um, so you know, the people that are new to the party. Um, you know, we love them too, but they just did, a lot of them didn't even know about it. Yeah, a bunch you of bandwagoners. No, they didn't know. Nobody nah, knew. People didn't know. Man. I see people on my you Facebook I mean? always like, oh, there's this new show on, um, I just found called, um, Cobra Kai. It's based on the Karate Kid. I'm like, I've been telling you about that on Facebook for three years. Like, yeah, no, they, they, like <laughs> I said, man, the ones that were with us from day one, yeah. Well, you know, they're great, but the new ones, like a lot of them had no idea. And that was more YouTube's fault at the time because they didn't promote it. No, no. You know, they didn't right. promote it. And, um, you know, just a handful of nerds knew about it. <laughs> just yeah. yep. started, started, you know, tweeting it out. And then because, look, the, the nerds were hating it before it even came out, man. Yeah. Everybody shitting on it before they ever saw it. And then they ended yeah. up freaking. Loving it. So many people. I mean, so many people have loved like, different properties growing up, and they always take it and they shit on it every single time. But Cobra Kai mm -hmm. is like one of the first, and I don't know how long that actually was like. We're gonna take this and make it great, and make it actually complement um, Karate Kid, and actually like give more depth to the stories in Karate Kid, make the Karate Kid better. Like it's the and first it, time it I think it's been done. It does help too that you have comedy writers involved, you know, um, you have, uh, you have some, you know, good talented people behind it. You know, the guys that uh, did hot showrunners are awesome. Yeah. They did hot tub time machine and Harold and Kumar. And then yes. Will Smith executive produces it, his company. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're actually fans of the, um, original series. I mean, that's the best yeah. part because so many people yeah. are just like, I'll take this um, property and just make money off of it. And I don't care how good or bad it is. People are going to see it no matter what because they know the original property. But these guys are really protective, I heard, over the um, what they're doing to, like, you know, go with the original series. Absolutely. They also, um, you know, uh, Ralph and um, and, and uh, Billy or William Zapka, uh, they're executive producers as well. So their input is always in. And, you know, and, and you know, the guys are the, the, the showrunners are big fans of the show. I mean, it was like a dream of theirs to do this. It was a passion project, and it's kind of like the guy that made the Oasis in Ready Player One. Yeah, you know, yes. like <laughs> he was just all—he was all in on the '80s. That's when he grew up, and it's yeah. the same thing with these yeah. guys. Yeah, I love. I it. mean, you can tell, and from top to bottom, the other thing that's great is everybody on the set is just—I mean, I've been on a lot of sets without saying names, but right. every once in a while, you'll have that weak link or that person, that ego, that. You know, yeah. it's, it, it becomes like, oh, they're here. Everybody's got to walk on eggshells or I mean, from top to bottom, soup to nuts, from the grips to the, the camera people to the makeup people. I mean, everybody is just it's just the cool. It's one of the coolest sets I've ever worked on. I ever. love it. Can we talk about your audition process or was it one of those roles that was offered to you? Well. Well, uh, John Hurwitz had a crush on me from day one, so I, I had to <laughs> go to the And I, I'm a really good dancer, so I had to dance for him. No, uh, uh, they they just, uh, you know, they, they both knew they needed a con like kind of a comedic relief. And good. I don't I, I was they asked me to come in. Good news was I was doing a theater in Jersey all week 
So when I got off the plane, I went right to the audition. I had my uh, Seaside Heights JV's, uh, JR's Bar and Grill shirt on and Maruka's Pizza. Nice. Walked right in. Um, the accent was real because I was with my family and friends all week. Yes. And, you know, I kind of just breezed through it. But the crazy part is because I was busy promoting the show that I was doing in Asbury Park that week that I didn't really look at the sides until I got on the plane. And then reading them, I was like discovering it as I was reading it because my agent just was like, yo, they're doing this internet show for the karate kid, but it pays. So if you want to do it, and I'm like, yeah, if it pays, I'm in. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm reading it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Are these really Ralph and and, and Billy Zapka? And then I saw the credits. I'm like, get the get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And I was reading it some more. I'm like, why is this just for YouTube? Yeah. And then when I right. got there, I it was their new premium service that they were starting. And then – it, it just everything became a discovery to to the point where me and um Dan who plays uh, a dude who plays uh, Anoush, we when we got our first day on set our first scene was when they squared off and they hadn't been on camera together since the Karate Kid and I'm looking at eight year old Dan and Dan's looking at ten year old Brett and we're just sitting there going <laughs> what the fuck? this is surreal right right <laughs> and it happened just like this. Did it was really have, cool. I mean, did you have man, that cousin-like vibe with um, Ralph Macchio? Did you? Was it almost well, like I met Ralph? Like I met Ralph years ago doing beer league. I worked on a couple of days on beer league, and he was in that. And then, oh, yes. you know, uh, Ralph's just one. I mean, he's really easygoing dude, man, and really funny guy. Like he he kicks it, you know, and and uh, he, I, yeah, I mean, we, he we hit it off. Well, hey, Crane kicks it. No, he, he, can hang, he can hang out, man. He's a good dude. And then, you know, I've I met Billy a couple of times at the Improv because he was friends with a bunch of comedians nice. years back. He's hilarious too, man. Like his improvs kill me, bro. They, they, I, I really can't just say it, man. I hate saying this because it always sounds like this. You know, when people – I am 100% telling you the truth on my father, brother's grave that this is one of the best guys I've ever – everybody's just cool man like man, ralph so kicks rad. it like he's, he's hilarious uh we all have a good time you know oh it is it's so much fun dude do they allow any ad lib with some of your uh your script yeah, or sure. they do they use a lot of it actually because oh, nice. you know they give you what the information you got to give and we take the takes that we need and then you know i would say about 60 percent of the ad libs are in there Oh, wow. But that's, that's what they want us to do, though. They want you to have fun. Like the Ghostbusters line, the Blade line, like that kind of stuff I improvised. And, you know, we, we, uh, they love it. They're like, yeah, now give us, give us what you want, you know. And me and Dan are both stand ups. So, you know, we have fun with it. Oh, that's brilliant, man. Yeah, your, your character was conspicuous by his absence in season two, but came back in season three. Was there a reason why you didn't come back in season two? Yeah, well, I meant, I was uh, in trouble for burning the car and everything, but in reality, <laughs> I don't think the budget allowed it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so we're just going to go with the answer that, uh, you know, I was in trouble because of what I did in season one. Okay. <laughs> but then I came back in season three and, you know, I'm back a little bit in season four as well. 
picked up awesome. where you left off. I'm glad to hear that you're back from season four. I know you, you can't say much about season four, but can can you allude to anything about season four? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a sister, and uh, I, I'll, I'll give you that. Oh, oh cool. really? Oh, interesting. Okay. Can't tell you who. Another cousin Larusso in the mix. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. Can't yeah. tell you who. How is oh, Terry? How's Terry Silver on set? I, I you know what honestly I I don't know I'm I I, <laughs> I haven't I haven't uh I only got to two episodes I'm in really. Okay. Okay. You know or four or five whatever it is. You get to interact a lot with the younger cast. I know most of your stuff was with Daniel and a little yeah, bit with yeah. Tanner Buchanan, but I um, mean, I work with uh, you know Mary because that's my co- you know I'm I'm her I'm always with the family. Yeah. And then, sure. you know, and then her brother, and then I was breaking what's his name's balls in season one, Johnny's son. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 You know, I'm I'm maybe. so surprised how good the young cast is because normally like I hate any of the kids or anything in these um, series that they re- reboot, you know, like, I, I, mean, I don't want to see the kids. I want to see the original people, but they do a great job of balancing the original people and the kids and actually bringing the kids up and giving them great characters like Hawk and stuff. And like, um, it's just good to see that they are perfect at, at balance, the balance, you know, always do balance. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good how they do it. Yeah. Very, very cool, man. But I, um, if I, Listen, even if I had spoilers, I wouldn't tell you, but I, course, I really don't, I really don't oh, know no. a lot. I don't really don't know a lot about the storylines sometimes because, you know, there's only uh, I'm more in the personal life, if that makes sense. I'm not involved with the kids or anything. Right. Yeah. You know, right. except, you know, I just I just always at the dealership or, you know, with the family or whatever it may be. Now, would you like to join um, Miyagi, though? And maybe oh, like, that's a good question. Some karate moves. Yeah. Um, I'm, listen, I'm loyal to Miyagi Do because yeah. it's my cousin. But if I had to choose one, I'm Eagle Fang. Maybe I Eagle don't know. Eagle Fang. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if tasked with doing a lot of the martial arts, would you be up for the task, or would you rather have your stunt double take most of it? No, I've I've, I've trained, man. So I'd be up for oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You've done some MMA, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, not MMA. Jiu-jitsu. No jiu-jitsu. Krav Maga. I okay. boxed. And then I um, did a little, like, obviously everybody starts at Taekwondo when you're a kid. And then I did a right. little tank school. And then, um, but mostly Krav and boxing. Nice. Okay. Nice. Well, well, we'll hope to see some of the Cousin Louie, you know, throwing down, man. We'll see. We'll see, man. I don't want to spoil it for you, but I, I shoot everybody at the end. Everybody <laughs> dies. So. And I'm the only one. I'm the only one standing. Thanks a lot. And then it. And then there's a spinoff to the Highlander, and then then cousin Louie is like <laughs> <laughs> the only one standing. Oh man. Where's that when, now, man? Are you the cousin of the Karate Kid? Say what, buddy? I said you were thinking as a kid that one day you're going to be like the cousin of the Karate Kid. Yeah, man. It's got, I, well, it's got to be surreal sometimes. What's weird is you know I was a little kid watching too, and and. You know, that's my father that's dying in, in, in the beginning of Karate Kid 2. That's, that's Louis LaRusso Sr. Remember, oh, yeah. she's at the bed with him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're asking where most of, uh, uh, most of us are on the East Coast. You know, uh, Maryland representing um, Anna B. She's joining us from West Virginia. Yeah. What part, Anna? Uh, Falling Waters. How close? 
close is that to Charleston or Huntington? That's like about an hour. From Charleston or both? Uh, from Charleston. Yeah, I lived there when I was a kid. Oh, you did? Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're Santa familiar Christmas. with Harper's Ferry then? Of course. I know yeah. of it, you know? Yeah. I thought so I detected a, a West Virginia accent on you. <laughs> man i was there when i was a little because we grew i was born in jersey and lived there i moved around a little bit and then right. went to middle school back in new jersey but i had a little bit of a twang <laughs> wow <laughs> like we had a priest his name was father twill and i used to call him father twill because <laughs> i heard everybody else say twill right but yeah no, i had a little bit of a of a, a little bit for a little while i still say y'all man okay yeah, i say y'all but from texas because i that's where i grew up from texas i oh really what part um uh, it was like an hour from dallas so i don't know if you're familiar with princeton it's a I'm small little town. uh yeah <laughs> there you go. the poster too behind, behind you them. yep there it is I, cowboy, <laughs> I do a cowboys podcast uh oh, on how, the how, dallas how, nation blogging yeah. the boys of course, <laughs> of course, man. Well, um, you know what? Last, it's been a minute since we had you on, Brett. But now that something that's kind of been a challenge for a lot of comics is uh, the whole cancel culture thing. I was wondering, if give your perspective of that because I don't think cancel culture existed last time we had you on the show. Everything was pretty much you say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> no, it and was lot, there. It's, always, it's it been around there. for like it's been around for like a decade, man. Okay. <laughs> It don't bother me at all, man. I mean, you know, look. Yeah. I would would uh, people have a right to be mad at whatever they want to? I just get mad at our business for listening. You know what I right, mean? It's right. past the point of ridiculous. I mean, you know, it's it's not right. about equality anymore to them. It's about I don't know what it is. They're like bullies, man. Bullying, you know? Yeah. Yep. They are. They're they're crazy. They're crazy people. I I don't even give them much credence. I mean. It's like Burr said, too. It's not real. I mean, it's – all right, so I, I piss off a bunch of uh, uh, lefties or righties for whatever I say on stage. It's still right. a small percentage that, that you know, get involved or try and comment on you. Most people are normal. I never respond. You're man. right. Just, Most people just, are normal. I, but I, it I takes up 90%. 90%. Yeah. Yeah, if you but, can offend easily, then why come to a comedy club? Well, it's funny because, like, you know, it, it's one thing for, like, if you're saying something really hateful, but, like, they go after everything. I mean everything. Bill Burr's white girl monologue, they were pissed about that. I mean, just, <laughs> just shut the – just shut up. My, right. Don't, right. It's comedy. It ain't for you. You know, and they're going to keep going as far as far as they can until nobody listens to them anymore, which I think people are tuning them out at this point. Yeah, and that's why I enjoy Cobra Kai because like they kind of push the limit and like yes. even like even like Johnny's yes. character, he'll say stuff that he'll say some misogynistic stuff, PC yeah, or whatever. But like, yeah. well, I mean, is it is it advocate? There's a difference between advocating something and exactly. a character being that way. Right, right. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, if you're gonna write, I mean, how would you? How else would you write it? I mean, so every every show every has to have an evil white male, and that's right. it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's the only yeah. one that we go for. Let's forget about all the slavery in China and Asia and the Middle East and Africa and all of their sins in the world. Let's just focus on a white male. I mean, after a while, it becomes hacky. 
like from a creative aspect, it's hacky to me. Right. You know what I mean? It, it is. It's safe. It's like Italians. We're still the only ones that are the criminals. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, you movies about World War Two. You don't even see one Japanese person now. You know what I mean? It's always the Nazis that are like, hey, there's other groups we fought. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's to the point of ridiculousness. I mean, to me, the insanity of when Gal Gadot – this is how far – and they don't even care about anything. When right. Gal Gadot was asked to play Cleopatra, yep. yes, yes. the woke – and they're all white people, by the way. Yeah. The, the woke left white got mad and called it whitewashing, even though – even though uh, – Gal Gadot is Middle Eastern, but hey guys, uh, Cleopatra was Greek. She wasn't even Egyptian. So, right. at what point does facts come into play or history that we're gonna yeah. just? Keep, I mean, it's it, it, just think of that ridiculous scenario. It, it is absolutely ridiculous. What about um a lot of um animated characters? They 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 have to be true to the race, like Apu from The Simpsons and. Uh, um, if you're and um, um, and now you get Family Guy, Mike Henry from Family Guy, no longer be able to voice Cleveland. Um, I mean, is it okay for them to do uh, Italians? You know, because they're not Italian. It's right? it's it's a talent. It's it, a talent. It's, yeah, thank you. I agree. Yeah, and Bart Simpson's uh, voiced by a woman. Right. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, don't they understand? It's it's actually this is why I love sports so much. Because nobody's ever advocating we need more Asian running backs. Or- <laughs> <laughs> it is yep. just a topic. We need a woman, a woman yeah, on the team. We need a transgender Muslim male uh, receiver to represent. You know what I mean? It's it's right. because it's just a meritocracy. And, and, and what bothers me is that they really don't respect talent if they think anybody can do it. And it's it's also the ridiculousness. It's just all ridiculous. And and at what point are they going to stop listening? I think is when it starts hurting their pockets. You know, I mean, just like if I'm doing a southern accent or I'm speaking British or so right. at what? But because it's still European, then it's okay. It's okay, right? No, it's like I said when I was in the Middle East, and people came up to me and they said "Assalamu alaikum." I didn't go. I'm fucking Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Salam Salaikum. I know they're telling me God bless, you know. Yeah, it's like, like it's an yeah. Not to mention I look Middle Eastern. It's an honest mistake. It's you know, it was a you enjoy other people's cultures and I don't know how the hell we got here, but I, I do see the pendulum swinging back to normal, so Yeah. I, I don't know what it will so. take to swing back to normal, but let's uh I think just people will be just. I didn't take the mantle from Kevin Spacey or Johnny Depp or DiCaprio, all these great actors. Don't get me wrong. I love acting. But I'm taking the mantle from Patrice, from Carlin. I'm a comedian. And I'm going to say whatever the hell I want to say about whoever the fuck I want to say it about and how I want to say it. Right. And if you don't want to go, then don't buy a ticket. Right. And by the way, I get I get pushed back from from both sides. I'm a pretty middle of the road guy. I mean, I would say if I leaned anywhere, I I would agree with most of what the progressives say. I just don't like progressives. I'm like an old school liberal. 
You know what I mean? Where like, you know, they're pushing it. And what I'm finding is the conservatives are becoming way more moderate because those weren't the conservatives. The conservatives I grew up with were awful. You know what I mean? Like the Republicans (laughs) were awful that I grew up with. Right. But but the Democratic Party represented the the factory workers, the union guys, you know, the the lower uh, the lower middle class folk, which now I find the left is dividing. You know what I mean? Like that that's who's doing all the racial division is the left right now. It won't stop. It's getting to the point to where even as a poor white male who grew up in a single family household in an urban setting right. is I'm now being told, well, I'm, I'm not being told anything. They're advocating this, not to me specifically, but it's gotten past the point of, of ridiculous. And like I said, man, uh, nobody's listening. Not a lot of comics have just stopped. They, they've abused. Here's the funny thing. They've abused their power and they never really even had power. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I, you I have, the character of their, you could tell their character mm-hmm. by how they react and they're not even in full power and they're, they're demanding and being, I mean, it's insanity. I mean, you're talking about, and Bill Burr said this the best. Okay. When we were in our twenties and even as a kid, when I was in my younger years and watching stand up comedy, the 20 somethings on stage, the Eddie Murphy's, the Greg Giraldo's, right? All the younger comics, what they said something on stage that made the 50-somethings in the audience go, I, I can't believe they said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, yeah. it's the 40- and 50-year-olds making the 20-somethings go, I can't believe they said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. And, and the universities are not a learning institution anymore. They've become this yeah. indoctrination of insanity that – Again, when I started comedy 24 years ago, Jesus, man, we used to love doing colleges. It was fun. People drank. You could push the envelope. You know, the professors got upset if you went too, too far with like sexual jokes. Mm -hmm. It was never really political unless you were making fun of like, you know, Clinton getting blowjobs or or George Bush. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But other than that, it was like a party, man. It was was like Cobra Kai. Driving into fucking uh, the Firebird or whatever, listening to rock and roll. You had gangster <laughs> hip hop. Mid nineties was phenomenal, oh, yeah. and now nobody wants to do colleges. It's like a bunch of fucking yes. made uh, like uh, it's the new religious right. Yeah. That's the only way I can describe them. They are the new religious right, but instead of being in their fifties and sixties, they're in their twenties, which is even more fucking weird. Yep, and that's the majority of the council culture, as you're alluding to. No, it's it's actually the millennials are the biggest one. I, I'm I'm noticing a lot of the twenty somethings who grew up on podcasts. They're more underground comedy fans that want it. It's a good example would be the way Skankfest was in New York City compared to the other one in San Francisco. I can't think of the name of it, but the one in San Francisco was just you know. Skankfest was like a rock show, man. And they were all 20-somethings that like listen to podcasts and, and do that type of stuff. And they love con- – listen, if you like real – now, if you're asking my personal opinion, okay, I'm not affected by it. I wasn't white enough when white boys were in, and I'm not brown <laughs> enough when white boys are not in, so that doesn't affect me. Right. <laughs> and, oh, for real. And the other, <laughs> I forgot the other point. Oh, and uh, – I forgot the other thing I was going to say. Whatever. 
You got me going. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yep. do. I do want to point out that um, one thing. Bill Clinton did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any any guy that's married uh, <laughs> couldn't. We're like, yeah, we'll take that excuse. They're like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, yeah, man. Talking, back in the nineties, you had like Howard Stern and like pushing the envelope every day. You had like wrestling that was always pushing the envelope. Everything's pushing the envelope, and like, you know, it was all college kids trying to push the envelope. Yeah. Totally and you know what, well, it's, it's, I should have reached yeah. out about your show in Arlington. Yeah, you should have came through. It was great, man. No, I just realized you had a show locally. You're you're on this leg of the. Are you still East Coast right now, or are you back west? I I live in Vegas now, man. I picked up a residency at the uh, at the L.A. Comedy Club. I got divorced in the beginning of the year. Got oh, out of sorry. Ohio, and then I, no, I don't oh. say it. it's fine. Trust me. Okay. Then, <laughs> I mean, I got. I just bought a nice place in in uh, in Vegas in in the Summerlin area, and it's just I love this town, man. I always wanted to live here too. Awesome! Congrats on the residency, man. That's awesome. Yeah, man. yeah it's I'm, damn. I, gotta, I wish I knew about your freaking show before. I know, uh, I know. Now I'm like, damn. <laughs> but I'll make sure we got to check out all your tour dates on Brennerns.com. I still wish that like Carlin and Patrice and and, you know, like all of these great comedic minds, we're we're alive right now just to lay into this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I see. I see Chappelle doing it a lot. Like he. Chappelle, he, Bill Burr. Bill Burr does. Yeah. Rogan talks about it. I mean, look. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. Yourself. Like I said, you can't. I mean, they're like bullies. I, I the more I think about it, like you know, they they gang up on people and and you know even nice people, like people that are good people. Everything comes from a good place. I mean, or, or, you know, it's not like people are advocating all these awful things on humanity. You know, it's, it's just, it's just more of like a bunch of hurt nerds. Yep. It's like Revenge of the Nerds. (laughs) (laughs) Revenge of the Snowflakes, man. Well, Brett, man, we appreciate you, man. Snowflakes too, though. I'll tell you that a lot of those right wing, same way. It, it's you know, both sides, man. But I don't see them dividing everybody through race all the time. Like even people that are – it's weird with the left. They eat themselves alive. Like they even go after people that agree with them. It's just a bunch of toxic little angry rich kids that have – most of them have never, you know, been through shit in their life. Right. You know, you can't. But anyways. Anyways, that's guys. So, BrettComedy.com is the yeah. uh, official website for Brett Ernst. Uh, check out all your tour dates, of course. Uh, Brett Ernst on um, on um, Instagram. And uh, anything else you want to throw out there, Brett? Upcoming shit you want to throw out? No, that's it, man. I mean, I'll be in uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend. I'll be at Stand Up Live in Phoenix, Arizona for that weekend. And, uh, yeah, go to Brett Comedy. Brett with one T, comedy.com. I got my special out I put out already. Um, I put that out. I got my new one I'm about to release, but this one um, is at, at like three and a half million views, so people can watch it for free now. Dope. Awesome. Want. Awesome. awesome. Well, Brett, for, for good old time. Tune in season four, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Say what? Yes. Yeah. Uh, before you go, Brett, do a little promo. Let us know who you are. You can throw out Louie from uh, Cobra Kai, and you're on Below the Belt show, and then throw out whatever you want at the end. You want me to do it now? Yeah. 
Hey guys, this is Brett Ernst, aka your cousin Louie from Cobra Kai, and I am once again recurring on the Below the Belt show. I think this is my third or fourth time, so keep listening. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And it says like that season four should be released like fourth quarter of this year. They're looking at end of December, yeah. That'd Mike, awesome. you don't talk much, or I just talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I got a little little bit distracted by some uh, some personal things, but yeah, I mean, dude, I don't need a hat, cause I was gonna wear that hat. Yeah, well, this is this is uh, this is kind of my thing. So every time that you're on the show, I've heard this your third time, you'll see me in this hat. Yeah, because I, like I don't that. I don't have that. He's also our producer. Point. He's making sure everything is. <laughs> yeah. and he actually loves the castle culture. He said. <laughs> and he's also been hey, Anna, and Anna, what are you? What, what are you? Are, are you a regular on the show now? She's recurring. She's uh, I, I'm, she's formerly guest, now recurring. Yeah. That's great. When you want? Was she yeah. on when I was on last time? I don't believe so. Yeah. But no. You yeah. remembered. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what was your podcast again? Uh, it's called Jersey Boys, uh, but it's it's. Dallas Cowboy fan. It's on the uh, SB Nation blogging the boys network where, uh, you know, because we grew up in Jersey, but we're Dallas Cowboy fans. So there you go. So <laughs> we're called the Jer- Jersey boys. <laughs> so, it's for I, anybody that's a cow- Cowboys fan in enemy territory. <laughs> grew up in D.C., a Cowboys fan, Philly, a Cowboys fan, Jersey, a Cowboys fan. If you were a Cowboys how fan in enemy territory, how, how do you become a Cowboys fan growing up in Jersey? Um, well, because Jersey's in America, and I love God, and I hate terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you really want to know, man, it's a little bit of a long story. Not, I'll, I'll abbreviate it. But yeah, sure. When I was a kid, you know, you guys know how. Are you guys anybody in, in your forties? I know Anna's not. <laughs> we're, we're all in our 20s on this show yeah <laughs> well when i was younger there was like five games always on tv and one of them was the cowboys so oh, yeah. so my real, my real father was always rooting for him and then shit <clears throat> happens they went their separate ways my parents so i'm like okay if my dad's a cowboys fan i'm a cowboys fan so i just studied him i you know everything about him like it would be our thing like i call him up i'd be like uh hey dad you know just we just drafted um jim jeffcoat he's like yeah that's great put your mother on right so (laughs) when when we lost is a true story so when we lost to the niners the first time on the catch i called him bawling my eyes out and he's like he's like why are you always telling me about the cowboys he's like i don't give a shit about dallas i'm a giants fan Well, I didn't know, but he always had money on the game. So he was like a degenerate gambler. So he was always rooting for Dallas because he had money on him. Oh, and then wow. I had put so much into the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I thought that would be our thing that I just stuck oh. with him. That's like that's like the exact opposite of all those tear jerker stories about how a, uh, how a son and his father. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, I'm and it was weird because he was always saying, I wonder why this kid's always telling me about the Cowboys. But I mean, like, the kid going, all right, let's go, Dallas. We need this. Come on. Ah, I love the Cowboys. You know, he's running around covering the spread. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know a gamble. That sounds That's like awesome. a 
does. It does. That's yeah, well, that's that's wild, man. I mean, I when I tell you I studied them, I could have told you everything. They were like superheroes to me as a kid. And then, you know, I played football throughout Little League, high school, and college, and I just okay. always been a Cowboys fan. Okay. You know? So this and, is uh, back, back in, like, the Aikman days? No, it's Danny White. Actually, uh, Roger Staubach days. But wow. I was a little kid when Staubach was playing because he retired in 79, 80, and then I was more Danny White era. You know, wow. I was a little kid in the 80s, so. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm 78, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. I was 47 in 1962 with Don Merritt. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna start talking about Roger. That's yeah, Roger. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> what was that, That's why I like your hat, kid. You got Moxie. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's, do a, let's do a quick snapshot before we oh, go. Oh yeah, a little quick snapshot photo op. Go ahead, three. Chucky. Okay, one, two, three. Awesome. Chach. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Brett. Oh, All right, guys. Listen, Thanks, man. Dad. Thank you so much. Thanks for having yeah, Thanks thank for joining so us here on Below the Belt. Looking Have a good night, Season Brett. four. Season four, Cobra Kai. Later, guys. Right, later. Okay, bye. 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 bye.